Audible lets you enjoy all your audio entertainment in one app. Audible offers an incredible selection of audiobooks across every genre, from bestsellers and new releases to celebrity memoirs, and what I'm really into these days, mysteries and thrillers. Love them. And one of our friends, Elena Urquhart, you might know her from a little podcast called Morbid, wrote The Butcher and the Wren. It's a really great thriller about a serial killer. I mean, it is so scary. I cannot wait for the next one. And I love to listen to it. And guess what? As an Audible member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash crappens or text crappens to 500-500. That's audible.com slash crappens or text crappens to 500-500. When you choose Organic Valley, not only will you be enjoying great tasting dairy, You'll help to save over 1,600 small organic family farms who are protecting over 400,000 acres of organic farmland and all the plants and animals that call it home. This is dairy you can feel good about. It's great tasting, high-quality organic dairy ethically sourced from small organic family farms. To find Organic Valley Dairy near you, visit ov.coop. That's ov.coop. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Well, hello and welcome to What What Crappens, the podcast for all that crap we love to talk about on your bras. I'm Ronnie, that's Ben over there. Hi, Ben. Hi, Ronnie. I'm a little Ben Padu. <laughs> what are you doing? We've been podcasting all day long. What a day of podcasting for us. Literally, it has been literally so much fun. I'm amazed how much we can laugh. Like uh, we've laughed all day, and then we're like, you know what? We should come back and do a late night Southern Charm today as well. Yep. This, yeah. And it's this been is what we really were... fun. I have to say, it's been genuinely a good time. Genuinely. Yeah. Been. I woke up genuinely. at eight a.m. Watched Beverly Hills. Got on the mic with you at ten a.m. Talked Beverly Hills, and then we talked Miami, and then we talked Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip, and then we went on Bravo We're Black, and we, we talked with them about Salt Lake City and Married to Medicine and other stuff, and now here we are with Southern Charm, uh, going into hour 12 for me personally of podcast and podcast-related work. And there was a brief detour for uh, 20 minutes of dinner for me, and then five minutes of lunch. Well, that has life. been my day so far today. What a life. What a, but you know what? What Again, a life. What a, how privileged are we that that's, that's the way that we get to spend 12 hours of our time? Yes. And also, if right? you haven't, go check out Kaya and Aaron of Bravo While Black or Bravo We're Black. It used to be Bravo While Black, but Bravo We're Black. They are so funny, so nice, and 
really just all around good people. Go check them out. Their good show people. is great. That should be up sometime next week. I'm assuming. I don't really know. But thank you for having us, you guys. We loved talking to you. And I was late. I wrote down the wrong time. So that was, you know, shocker. It's been it's been that kind of a day for me. But you know what? It's been that kind of life for me as well. But <laughs> at least I'm not a, much of a mess as the boys on this show. Because what trash. My wow. guys on the show are really trash. Wow. They are trash. But again, like, like I said this last week, I just I'm so fascinated by the way this show presents male bro lingering resentments like the way that it, that they pivot into screaming at each other and then hugging and then screaming is like so fascinating to me you know ben you're just a person who has not done a lot of coke and um <laughs> you don't you're saying what you're seeing is fascinating male dynamics i'm seeing is just pure coke rage and i'm just tired i feel like i've first of all i've lived it Second of all, it feels like it's week 77 of these guys just screaming and yelling over these women they do not care about. They're just mad mm -hmm. and fighting with each other because they're one-upping each other. And it's like, what do you win at the end of the day, Taylor? You know? And then yeah. it makes me feel bad for Taylor, and then I'm mad that I'm even <laughs> mad for Taylor. You know? I'm like, fuck Taylor. What? She doesn't deserve me to be mad for her. You know? And then I'm mad. And then I'm like, why don't I do coke anymore? And I'm like, because you're going to have a heart attack. <laughs> It's a sad feeling. End the show already, okay? It's episode 13. <laughs> Wrap it up. Wrap it up, people. No, Are we going to get an end no, of this I love by Christmas or what? No, I love this season. I say no. Keep it. Keep it unwrapped. So let's, but let's, but let's wrap I'm sure up our the men day. on this let's show just... do keep it unwrapped. That is one thing I can almost <laughs> guarantee. Sure. I am shocked there have not been more babies on Southern Charm. Have there been even any Southern Charm babies? I feel like the babies only happen after the, well, I'm sorry, Catherine. Sorry. <laughs> How can I forget the show is built on a baby? This show but, is built um, on babies. Um, built on little Ravenels. Little, little tiny little babies Ravenels. who came out wearing white jeans and moose knuckles. <laughs> Ravenel babies. Just uh, that's what I would love. To, I would love to see a show called Ravenel babies. It would be like Muppet babies. And um, except instead of Nanny coming out with those socks, just Thomas Ravenel. You just see his see his shins like now nah, babies. What are you doing here? <laughs> are you fantasizing about a different life in here, babies? You want to join? The well, we never, team, we never heard from the baby, from the parents, right? On that, or didn't we? Weren't there voices no, like the just uh, nanny, right? I don't think there was the even parents. parents. Oh yeah, I wasn't there like Charlie parents. Brown? I think it was just, just nanny. Hear, wah, 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 wah. Yeah, wasn't there we just, just like this lady named Nanny who had those striped socks who would just walk in? Yeah, I think so. But it would be like little baby Catherine, little baby Thomas, just making mayor hands like, now listen to me, mamas. Oh, hey, by the way, I didn't ever clarify. The what Catherine. is this transition out of, what is this transition out of Ravenel babies going to be? <laughs> well, this one is Catherine. I have to clarify, Catherine Dennis is not a murderer, unfortunately. I really... <laughs> Really ran with that one uh, when it came out. Uh, there was a story a few weeks ago. I think we talked about it in Crappy Hour. Uh, Mondays, every other Monday, whatever, who cares? You'll find it. So, um, uh, Catherine, there was a story that Catherine Dennis ran over. <laughs> I can't. Ran over a crossing guard, okay? And the original... The original stories were that the crossing guard was dead. And I was like, oh, my God, Catherine is the first one to commit murder 
I think, Ugh. on this show. And so we were like, oh no, you know, but also, like, my God, they're going to cancel Ravenel babies. Right. <laughs> <laughs> now, baby. Now, what happened was mama ran over a crossing guard. It was very dramatic for me. Okay, she did not kill the crossing guard. And then I was like, okay, well, she didn't kill him or her. So at least that's good. At least she just hit the crossing guard and ran home. <laughs> drove home but then it turns out she did not even hit the crossing guard we saw well she kind of did we saw the video someone posted the video uh for us on twitter and it's catherine is speeding through this crosswalk but i guess the crossing guard sees her coming and slaps her car like she goes she swings back the stop sign and slaps the car with the stop sign and that oh, no. suv just keeps on tearing right through so i guess that's what happened so who's at fault was catherine speeding probably was she just in the neighborhood most likely did she hit the crossing guard stop sign or did the stop sign hit catherine's car who's at fault who's the victim i don't know will this be depicted on ravenel babies perhaps it will but in the Ravenel babies, it will take place in Rome, and they'll all be wearing togas. <laughs> and by the way, to clarify, this Ravenel babies does not star Catherine's actual babies. It just starred little baby versions of Catherine, Thomas, Shep, Cameron, Whitney, and um, like really Austin, Craig, anyone who's ever been on the show, just a baby version of them. But not that they look like babies, like Gerber babies, just like shrunken little versions of the ones we see now in like little pajamas like the real muppet babies yeah basically they're all jt this is an adorable show this is an adorable yeah, show cute. and i can't wait to see it <laughs> very cute it's just like the <laughs> muppet babies but with a lot of like powder on their nose and like jaw issues that... <laughs> where they've all got like the coke jaw like the olivia and austin jaw and tongues <laughs> i mean austin's already halfway there <laughs> He's already got he's already got the Fozzie face. So so babying him up, making him a Muppet baby is very simple. Listen, I mean, look, I've down. said there the chemistry between Austin and Olivia is not evident at first. There's no real chemistry, I don't think. But it comes in when you watch their jaws move, because they're both like open mouthed jaw movers. They're both jaw yeah, forward. Slack jaw. Olivia's like Ali Sheedy jaw, and um Austin is very like Fozzie Fozzie Bear jaw. Fozzie bear jaw. Yeah. yeah. Bear and then, jaw. um, he does. That's actually one of his insecurities. He's actually, do I have a jaw in regular Muppets? Fozzie has Kermie. been taking a, a consultation with Kermie Dr. Tell Paul me the truth. Waka, waka, waka. Do I have a jaw? Waka, waka. <laughs> well, we all have different looks and we all, you know, people have, you know, your body, you should be happy with the body that you have, and body positivity is important. So what you're saying is I have so no jaw, waka waka. <laughs> songs about no jaws. What's on the other side? God damn it, Kirby. All right, that's enough. Well, just look at babies. Bunsen. I mean, look at his no jaw. It's, it could be worse for you. That's true. It could always be worse. There's always <laughs> Bunsen. There's always Bunsen. There's always Bunsen. In the No Jaw Olympics, Bunsen. Bunsen got it bad. Bunsen really Bunsen really didn't win any prizes on on that show. They really didn't give that character anything. Poor guy. Like what's his backstory? A terrible assistant. 
very, very ineffective lab assistant. No, wait, was Beaker? I thought Beaker was the assistant. Oh no, you're right. Yeah, was Beaker Bonson. is the assistant. Okay, you Bonson know what? My is... brain's my brain's breaking. Come on, let's get let's go to Bonson Southern. Let's go to Southern Charms. Okay. Previously, <laughs> we're having our babies. A bunch of baby betas got yelled at by nanny. They don't get snacked this week. Oh, a bunch of children with old people face. Didn't get nothing from nanny. But I'll tell you what I got. Implants. I got implants. I'm going to make pre previously in the future of this show. It's going back to unfold in the next 43 minutes. I'm going to make comments about my own implants about 20 times. So enjoy the show, motherfuckers. I hope you love it, betas. Uh, I did tell Haymaker East that I would I, I would like my implants to be contractually obligated to be included in Ravenel babies. I know it's weird, but I paid a lot of money for those things, so they better be depicted in all sizes of me. <laughs> um, <laughs> basically, I'll be on I'll be on uh, Ravenel babies. Is that what it's called? Ravenel babies. Okay, I'll be I will be on. Uh, Ravenel babies, but the medicine baby better have C cups. I'm seeing it right now. <laughs> I'm pissed. Uh, so, um, basically, they were all fighting last week at a restaurant, and where we pick up again for after Madison's description, they're all still fighting. And Shep is, um, he's voicing both his jealousy at Craig's relationship and, um, he's deflecting or rechanneling or repurposing his anger at austin onto craig all at the same time so he's basically yelling he's like oh gosh it's bullshit it's absolute bullshit craig gets a pass because he has the longest relationship and i'm the one who gets torn to pieces with taylor just because i cheated on her and kind of destroyed her and left her a vacant shell of a human who now is attracted to austin and causing chaos in this group and can't even apologize correctly to her best friend why am i the bad guy Wow, so Craig gets a long-distance relationship with no pushback, and I emotionally lobotomized somebody, and everyone's mad at me? <laughs> That's a great way to put it. Emotionally it is, lobotomized. Right? It just came upon that me, is... but um, yeah, I would say that that's Taylor. But was she always like, I mean, was Taylor really ever... You know that movie Awakenings well, was... where like all the people who are kind of in a coma or whatever, they all come out of the coma? But she hasn't hit that part of the movie yet. She's just still the pre-awakenings part. She's like constantly in act one of that movie. She is. She's just like a. She's a. She's like a motel with a few few people in it. It's just it's not quite vacant, but I would not say it's brimming not with activity. Not happen. Shit creaking there. There's no trendy bar on that rooftop. Okay. So, um, Austin, so Olivia moves down the, ta the table to talk to Taylor, and Shep is just raging, you know, because, of course, this cast takes over the entire bar. It's like, can you just fight in your own little children's section? No, they have to, Shep has to go running and screaming to the bar, and Austin goes, Shep, why are you so gassed up right now? Why? Shep, Shep's gassed up. <laughs> why? Come on, what, what part? <laughs> <laughs> like the the white cloud of powdery substance that's floating around all of you guys <laughs> does not connect to gassed up right now. 
By so the way, I'm Olivia's making like, fun of these people for being on coke, and I've got the itchiest nose right now that I keep scratching. So anyone on camera, no, I'm not hypocrisizing all over the place, okay? I still mean it. <laughs> so Olivia says, sits down with Taylor, and she's like, okay, I just want to say, I want to say something that's like fucking difficult. Australiopithecus. God, that was so hard to say, especially when you talk the way I do. That's okay. Really was hard, you guys. <laughs> that was really hard. Let me try another one. It was almost as hard as microwaving noodles. <laughs> Istanbul was once constant. I can't do it. Yeah, that was that's hard because it's both hard to say Constantinople, but you also have to wrap your mind around the fact that the city used to have a different name, and that's also really hard when you really think about it, right, Taylor? <gasps> oh my God, Taylor! Did you really send a picture of your Constantinopolis to Whitney and his mother? I once went to Istanbul. No, you didn't. You lie. <laughs> You've only been to America, stupid. So, um, about Istanbul. So, Taylor, Taylor is still like doing her fake tears thing to look like a huge victim at this dinner, and then Olivia is still kind of yelling too much about something that, we, that happened a long time ago. Frankly, I mean, I know the page six thing happened today but i'm i don't know like you already knew about all this why are you mad again like close your mouth you know what i mean not talking wise i don't mean like hey shut up i just mean no, like just literally flies. your jaw's moving yeah <laughs> please stop it it's making me crazy <laughs> so uh she's like i don't enjoy this i don't enjoy the headlines and stuff if you had just been honest with me from the start none of this would be happening and taylor's like i know that um but the thing is, I, I made a mistake and I lied about it and I have put everything on the table and I can't do anything more. She's like, wow, you literally have put everything on the table. You are stacking three glasses on top of each other and a Coke can. Wow, Taylor, very industrious of you. And then she tells us, people have wronged me so many times. The person I thought I was going to spend the rest of my life with cheated on me. But I'm a forgiver. A big forgiver. Oh, okay. You're a regular Jesus over there, okay? Patricia does not have nudes of Jesus in her iPad. I can tell <laughs> Well, she might. Because really, if you're going to send them to anybody. <laughs> I met him at Buckingham Palace with Georgette Mossbucker. <laughs> I may Moss not know Bucker. Jesus Christ, but I know the ambassador to Poland, gosh darn it. My name is Georgette Mossbacher, and she will not be listening to any of your curse words. She may not walk on water, but she sure does have a nice set of shoes. That's half the battle, am I right? Do you remember that time Georgette came on this show to a dinner party? Was it at her house? Yes. It was Patricia's house, right? And she was just yeah. she was a guest she there. Down the and then they all got in a fight. Wait, where'd she go to? The Hamptons? No, no, what? she had she wore a caftan. She wore a caftan, yeah. And she <laughs> they all started cursing and yelling at each other. And Patricia's like, How dare you curse in front of the ambassador to Poland? I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I know you have already so much to deal with with Warsaw that this must be terrible for you. We're just like, my delicate sensibilities have been totally affronted. I must now take myself back to the land of pierogies. I paid a lot for that position. 
<laughs> okay, so um, Taylor Taylor's still going on about being Jesus, and she's like, but you know what? I'm a forgiver, but I want a forgiving friend in my life, and if that friend can't be forgiven, then I'm not going to forget that friend. Oh, wait a minute. Well, you... I'm lost in my own logicals. What? Logicals. Um, yeah, that's fine. We all want forgiving friends, but you don't get to say when they forgive you. You have to like let them forgive you. And you know what also helps to make people forgive you is when uh is like being accountable. So when Olivia is like, it just really hurt me because you like I went out of town and then you you went and kissed Austin and she was like, No, uh-uh. You went out of town. I waited three days and then I kissed him. Remember at the lake house? She just was like coming up with excuses on the timeline. Like Taylor, I have been rooting for Taylor to kind of like fix this because I feel like she's so wounded and I just want her to have a girlfriend in her life. But she is honestly, she's a lost cause at this point. So Olivia's yeah. like, I'm not trying to get on the carousel as Austin said, like, why is this still being talked about? Like the level of betrayal in this friendship is bizarre and your inability to recognize this is baffling to me and it just keeps going. It's time for a commercial. It's time for a Crappens commercial. The team at Hungry Root just sent me a new box. It's full of yummy stuff. This food is so delicious. You know, I'm really keeping it healthy these days. And it's super easy with Hungry Root. My personal favorite, love some grain bowls. I had a poke salmon bowl. Delicious. I had a chipotle gouda grilled cheese for something a little more cash. Mmm. That sounds wonderful. Hungry Root is your partner in healthy living. It is the easiest way to get fresh, high-quality groceries and simple, healthy recipes delivered to your door. You can take a fun, short quiz, and Hungry Root will get to know your personal health goals, what you like to eat, the kitchen appliances you use, and more. And then they'll build you a personalized cart with all your grocery needs for the week and give you delicious recipe recommendations to put those groceries to good use. Save hours planning, shopping, and cooking. Hungry Root delivers food you will love. Right now, Hungry Root is offering Watch What Crappens listeners 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash Crappens to get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash Crappens. Don't forget to use our link so they know we sent you. Elevating my style used to mean breaking the bank, but with Quince, I get high-end, versatile pieces at prices I can actually afford. And now I can upgrade my style by snagging killer luxury essentials that sync with my vibe and my wallet. Quince has all must-haves, like Mongolian cashmere crewneck sweaters from $50, iconic 100% leather jackets, and versatile flown knit activewear. Mm-hmm. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And by partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. I love that. I really do love that. I got a really cool over shirt and I also got this awesome bracelet from them recently and they look really chic like I feel like I'm never in style and I never wear jewelry either and now I kind of have some and it's working for me Ronnie it really is it really is working for you it's hot indulge yeah. in affordable luxury go to quince.com slash crappens for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns that's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash crappens to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash crappens.
So did she say, I'm not trying to go on the carousel? Like Austin says, why is it still being talked about? Or does she say, I'm not trying to go on the carousel like Austin says, why is it still being talked about? Because I thought, I mean, listen, a period makes all the difference in the world, doesn't it? Because I thought sure she does. was saying, um, I thought she just brought up carousel and then the rest of the episode, she's like, how dare you say I'm on a carousel? Like she said, I'm on a carousel. You know, it's like when people say you're on a carousel, like where did you hear carousel and why have you, why do you need to repeat it five times during this? Is this the first time you've yeah. ever heard that analogy? God bless it. <laughs> yeah. Cause right. Cause Austin said it last week. He's like, I feel like I'm on a carousel. And, um, yeah, so I don't know if, you know, Olivia, she's like a poet. And so like, there's a lot of like intentional ambiguity in the words that she says. So I think we're like, it's up for interpretation on how she said that. Um, yeah. Like how she says touche, but we'll get to that. Okay. So then, um, (laughs) she's like, you know, nickel for every time she said that, remember how she didn't understand that phrase or something like that. (laughs) Um. Wow. So she's like, you know, it just keeps going in a straight line like a carousel. I'm hearing you and Austin used to make you used Austin to make Shep jealous. Like of all the fuck boys in Charleston, why would you use that guy to make the other guy jealous? And Taylor's like, because I did a thing and I'm owning up to that thing. She's like, but I just don't understand where your head is sometimes. Well, that's so one then, of the problems with this at the season, isn't it? <laughs> Where is the head? It, that's what a who's getting that's it. One of, who's that's one of it. Taylor's challenges this season. <laughs> head, head. Oh God, getting it from Chef. Chef apparently can't <laughs> please anybody with it or won't. Shows baffling. It's a lot. So, of, a lot of a lot of thoughts. Now that's that may have sounded like slut shaming for me, and it wasn't. It was just me indicating that there's been a lot of speculation about whose mouth has been on whose body part this whole season from a lot of people from this cast. And you know what? It's head shaming. It's a lot of head shaming. Um, Taylor said, actually, she did a dig. She like the whole reason why she did that was I just did a dig and I'm owning up that I did a dig. So then we have this really tense music as Craig comes back to the table and sits down and um austin then is like talking to mass and he's like dinner turned into fucking mayhem and mass is like yeah well olivia's going off and Austin's like that matters to me because like she's like literally quite literally the only one who can make me feel bad like if it makes me like if it makes me feel bad i'm like cool if anyone makes me feel bad if jt makes me feel bad i'm like cool but if olivia does it then i actually get hurt and the way i express that is like just saying it, but not actually really showing that I'm hurt. I'm actually really not hurt at all. I just oh. want to say it because it makes me look right. Cool. The way I express that is I don't do anything to help while um, either of these people who I've caused a huge problem uh, in their life. And I just kind of stand back and make myself the victim as like someone's crying yes. and someone else's life is like in disarray if we're believing all of this shit. So yeah, Austin, you're a real good person. And Madison's like, would you guys shut up and pay attention? It's the best thing to happen on this trip. Shush. She's watching the, she's watching it <laughs> she all She has down, a conch like, shell up. Yeah. She's like, it's hard enough to pay attention to, it's hard enough to pay attention to Taylor when you're face to face with her. You think it's going to be easy six feet away? Shut the fuck up. I'm trying to lip read a person whose face never moves. Shut up. 
So Olivia's still leaning into her and she's like, you know, if there was a rumor going around about me and Shep and then all of a sudden headlines broke that he and I were a thing, I would find you and be like, hey, I know this is going on, yada, 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 but like, I wouldn't go to the pool with Austin. And Taylor's like, actually, I went to the pool with Madison. <laughs> Just like, Taylor, why are you so bad at this? Amazingly bad at this. And Olivia laughs and she's like, but you know what I hate even the most is that our friendship is fucking broken. Like, I don't know how to be your friend anymore. And I hate you for that. And I hope it was fucking worth it. It's like, okay. I mean, like how, how many, how many people do you need to tell off a two day? We got it. Okay. You've already, the girl's already sitting there crying like the biggest victim. Don't give her more. Olivia's not great at this either, I think. Cause Olivia, well, I mean, I think I've been watching the show, but she's not great at it either. You know, you're making the person who did wrong look like a victim. That is rookie mistake number one on reality TV. Don't make people feel sorry for her. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I thought it was a, yeah, it was, it was harsh. It was harsh considering that no new news had come out. It just like reopened the wound. But at the same time, like it was real. Like, I mean, Olivia, Olivia's just kind of like, she's, tr she's tried to play nice or whatever. Taylor is not, has not been able to apologize well. She's not been able to take true accountability through all this. And she's just like at her limit. And she's like, you know what? I am so mad at you. And I hope it was worth it. I hope it was worth it for you. I, I hope it was worth that kiss with that slime ball. Austin was worth it because I used to kiss that slime ball, Austin. And I had, I had dibs on him first. And then you just did that. And now I hope it was worth it that you, you, you infringed on my slime ball. Okay. I hope it was worth it. I'm going to the bus. Yeah, and I get what she's saying about the whole page six thing. Like, there's an article that comes out and you don't even address me and say like, oh my God, did you see that article that came out? Now, then again, it's not like your best friends right now either. So like, is she trying to keep her distance from you? I don't really know. God, see, you're putting me in the position where I'm like, wait, maybe Taylor's right. No, no, I know that she's not. And I know that you have a point. I'm just, you know. I've, I've already gone on too long. Yeah. So she storms off and Madison's like, oh my God, that was good. <laughs> that was some good shit. Wow. Very nice. All right. Can someone bring me some water from over there? I don't want to mess up Taylor's <laughs> face. Look at it. Look at all the nothing it's doing. Cakes. <laughs> so then Shep like addresses the entire restaurant. And goes, I'm sorry, everyone. And thank you to everybody. Good night. So uh, meanwhile on the bus, Vanita is comforting Olivia, who's crying. And Madison, Madison walks in and Olivia's does that thing, which is fake oh, crying no. on the bus. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Madison's like, oh no, you already crying? God, what is wrong? I knew I should have gone here sooner. God, I could have gotten so much more gossip out of this. So then- I um, all these people crying and I didn't make any of them cry. I just feel like I'm losing my touch. <laughs> Hold on one second. Hey, Taylor, you're a hypocritical Christian and you're a big slut. Anything? Got some tears? Hmm. Hey, bus driver, come here. Ow! Well, sorry, I pinched your arm. You're still not going to cry? I can't even physically make somebody cry anymore. <laughs> what the fuck? God, I'm, this is a terrible place for me. Terrible, terrible island. So what so, happens when um, regular Martha Stewart? She don't make nobody cry no more. What, what am I just sitting here in a fucking poncho at this point? Jesus. <laughs> 
So now the guys are choosing their buses and everything. And so Shep comes onto the Olivia bus and he's like, what the hell happened? Well, you know what? She wants to forgive you. And all you have to say is I'm so sorry. And then Vanita's like, why would Olivia apologize to Taylor? Gosh, I told Taylor to apologize. Are you out of your mind, Vanita? How could you interpret the thing that I said that sounded exactly like I said Olivia should apologize into thinking that I said Olivia should apologize? What part of me coming onto a bus and screaming at all the women makes you think I'm on a bus screaming at all the women? It's like, I'm not out of my mind and don't talk to me like that. You can you can talk to everybody else like that, but not for me. What? Did I, what? Did, so did she say something wrong? Like, what happened with Taylor? And Matt's like, well, Olivia feels a certain sort of way and let her deal with that. But I have to get a perspective on it. Okay, I promise Taylor up and down that she wants to end it. I promise Taylor. Well, he, he said, um, I actually have my own perspective on this, which nobody oh, fucking cares. It's not about you. <laughs> and you would have known what happened if you weren't all fucking like freaking out and coke raging and trying to make it all about how people are unfairly not spreading the rumor <laughs> that Paige is sleeping around that you're trying to spread. Be quiet, old man Shep. You're fucking purple in the face. Just relax. Madison's like, get the fuck off the bus. Wait, wait, Shep, hold on one second. Let me inspect your ass. Any tears? Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. More washed up than the seashell. Anything? Nothing? <laughs> Anything? Damn it. Hey. Wait, hey, wait. I just got me a good idea. Hey. Hey, seashell. Nice. If you were a good seashell, your fish wouldn't have abandoned you and you wouldn't have left up wind up on the beach. You want to cry, seashell? No? Damn it. <sighs> that seashell just done walked right up out of itself. I couldn't even make that thing cry. <laughs> Hey, look at that lady. She sells seashells by the seashore because she's a slut. Anything, lady? No? <laughs> Slutty seashell seller. I always hated him. You don't even have to cry. I hated her. Don't have to cry. I'm just speaking the truth now. <laughs> so Chef's like, oh, I promise Taylor up and down. She really wants to end this. And Madison goes, get the fuck off this bus. And uh, Chef's like, no, I'm just trying to get you out of the muck and the mud. And Vanita's like, she doesn't want to talk to you. Get out. And on the table. <laughs> so Chef finally leaves this bus. Shep leaves the bus and then he immediately like goes into the arms of Craig. He's like, oh gosh, I don't want to be here on your bad side, bro. <laughs> oh, we're all good. We're all good. We're yeah, checks and balances, like, okay, buddy. Bro. Yeah, we're checks and balances, buddy. Like sometimes you gotta check me and sometimes I gotta check you, okay? This is the problem with talking to your exes. <laughs> Bro, it's all good. We're like the things that Trop Hop has never received. Checks. And Craig is like, he's like. Or balance. I, for <laughs> <laughs> I forgive Shep because I know he's not mad at me and he just doesn't know how to deal with anger. And look, islands aren't for fighting. Islands are for inviting your girlfriend at the last minute and then she can't come and then you have to go alone. Oh. So speaking of um, Trop Hop, did you notice that today, no mention of Trop Hop. Now, granted, they're not in Charleston, which I think is the only place that sells that. Um, no offense, Harris Teeters, not that you're not important. We know that you're important. Um, but um, 
Austin posted something on his Instagram that says, apparently, oh, this I got this from the Southern Charm subreddit. Hi, love you guys. And it says, yeah. um, apparently some trouble has been brewing. And then it's a picture of this like swamp. I don't know what this is. It's a swamp. I don't know in Charleston. I feel like you can always be eaten by an alligator yeah. here. I don't know if they have alligator. It looks swampy. I assume it's swamp. Looks swamp. And then it says, um, I haven't had any good news to post about at Tropop Beers which I just added. So I'm also giving them publicity as I bitch about them. But since my business partners tried to hijack H-I dash Jack, the brand, teary face, anger face, exciting re dash brand slash relaunch without a dash. It's here. It's here. We're rebranding this shit. What about that? You can't even keep your fucking drop up. Your parents paid for that, bro. What are you doing? Go get your drop pop back. Go get your shitty grapefruit beer back. <laughs> I, I just always think of the use the not the user, the listener who sent us a photo of a can of trop hop and how they like peeled the can back somehow and there was like just another can underneath it. It was like a Bud Light can. It was like some weird thing they had repurposed an old can to make a trop hop can. It was such a strange thing. I've always that image has always stuck with me. Well, now they've forgotten Trop Pop on the show, and now they're just fully into Red Stripe. Everybody just says Red Stripe over and over the rest of this episode. Is it well, like a late in the season sponsor? What's happening? No, because it's like that's like the Jamaican beer. It is. That's like the big. Ju- so dumb. Yeah, that's like the. You're like now what? Literally What's an going idiot on with the Red Stripe. Well, I just I I am. I thought I was like, it's wow, like, they're really. I really thought like I was the onto iconic something. beer of Jamaica. Did not know, but you know what? Right I wouldn't. Now. I wouldn't know because I don't drink beer. Because, as they told me, Janelle told me Weight Watchers when I was twelve. Don't drink beer. That's like drinking a sandwich. So, you quite literally butchered the legacy of Red Stripe. Quite literally, sorry, sorry Red Stripe. For Red Stripe, Jamaica. Sorry, That's everybody. I just... for drinking Red Stripe. Sorry to everybody for just butchering Red Stripe's fucking reputation, everything they've worked for. I just shat all over it. Red Stripe is also the same uh, iconic uh, imagery that goes along with the immense markdowns that Trop Hop gets at stores to get people to buy it. Prices are slashed. Red stripes, also the symbol that are through Austin's face in every picture I've ever printed out of him in my home. So. <laughs> Red Stripe is also the line that demarcates that you are in the friend zone versus the romantic zone, JT. Ooh, caught a straight there. Caught a straight, JT. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> so then Vanita back in Vanita's, um, back on Vanita's bus, she's like, okay, so the conversation with Taylor didn't get anywhere. And Livy's like, yeah, you know what? It's not like resonating with anyone. I just look like the crazy girl who can't drop it. Like I'm on a carousel. Sick of it. <laughs> no, we're in Jamaica. I didn't say, didn't you just say Curacao? Craig, just shut up and go back to your other bus. What even is that? Curacao. Isn't that an island? (laughs) So Madison's like, Curacao is an island where they make Curacao, maybe. 
So Madison's like, the only thing you'd be wrong for in this situation is just being chill about the situation. I mean, look at, look outside, look at these guys. They're out there hugging. I mean, for Christ's sake, look at them out there. Just congratulating themselves. And they are. These fucking guys are just screaming all this stuff at each other, accusing each other of all this stuff, red face. And now they're like, I love you, bro. I love. And I was like, guys, love you guys. Love you guys. And the amount of shrapnel, that's the thing. When they go at each other, they they out all the worst shit they humiliate the women they say well i you went down on her i've never said this before but you but taylor went down on you and then olivia went down on this person and, and all for your ego well fuck you and so then all this stuff always seems to come tumbling out about the girls and then they always are like you know what i love you man yeah i love you too and then the girls are left there like uh what the fuck not saying that specifically happened in this moment, but I just feel like that's a pattern with these guys on the show over and over and over again. Yeah, because I feel like the uh, girlfriends are always just props, you know? Like, who's still yeah. around? Madison is back, you know? And thank God. But I feel yeah. like, yeah, they're just kind of props. And then they're tossed aside. And the guy's are like, okay, that was fun. <laughs> and then when they need to, they're like, oh, my God, that girl really hurt me. Just so they could kind of tee themselves up to be in a bar somewhere where someone feels sorry for them because they're vulnerable and then get ready for the next one. Here we go. So, it's a so now the buses, now the buses are leaving and JT and Rod are sitting next to each other and there's like a bottle of wine on the tray and JT's like, if this spills on me, I'm going to have an aneurysm. And Rod's like, a conniption, bro? He's like, is that what it's called? Something like that. I don't, I'm shocked that Olivia and Taylor aren't interested in these guys. I, I mean, know they're is... really, they're really pretty fascinating. I mean, at the end of the day. Uh, so then uh, the buses kind of rumble off and they're going over rocky ground. And Madison goes, Oh my God, my titties are about to drop out. My titty just dropped, y'all. It's on the ground. <laughs> I paid a lot for that thing. Uh, so um, Craig's like, Hey, Liv, how did your taco? She's like, what what about taco no how did your talk go oh well we're just on different pages and the things i'm upset about like she doesn't even see that and then we see taylor and taylor's doing the whole thing of like this is the third time i've apologized and she decided to take the apology and like shove it up she was like i'm gonna take your apology and shove it up your ass you're a liar you're a devil I fucking hate you. I hope it was worth it. And then she like walked off. Okay. Uh, yeah, so you're still lying we... because that shit did not happen. Uh, did not I mean, she did say, I hate you. Dot, dot, dot. For that. For that. <laughs> um, but she yeah. She did okay. say, I hate you. There, actually, she did say, I hate you. She said, I hate you in Austin. Believe she said, I hate you for that. Didn't she? She, well, said, she said both. The worst thing about this is what it's done to me and you, and I hate you for that. Something like that. But Maybe before she that, she said, that, I hate but... you in Austin. Oh. Well, still. Um, Either way, it was still in the spirit of, I hate you for that. Like, it still was, I hate you in Austin for what you did to me. You know? Like, right. it was, that was unspoken. Um, so, Chef's like, like, okay, okay, okay that. Taylor. That's why I went over there. I'm a hero. I just saved you from everything after putting you through it to put you in this situation in the first place. Come on. And she's like, um, I'm not going to have this conversation again. Like, if I'm going to be called a liar, like, I'm not going to be verbally abused like that. Hello. Um, you're talking to Seth. You're, you, 
You were yelled at for for like failing at egg toss and for um like laughing when Shep lost ping pong. And but now is when you want to take a stance about verbal abuse to the woman who actually had like merit in saying that you were a liar about something, you know, and like also stood up for you during those times when you were being verbally abused by that guy you're coming to in the back of the bus for some fucking like uh pity now. And the, like you're coming yeah, to for support. Who stood up for you when you were really being verbally abused? The lady you just accused of all this other stuff, which she kind of did, but you still deserved it. Yeah. So then Olivia's like, I can tell you that there were like conversations today, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm like the one that's beating a dead horse, and it's like, I'm on some sort of what's a good word for it? Um, carousel. No. <laughs> Choo choo train. No. <laughs> what pick up what? truck carousel carousel <laughs> and it's just like i'm just like reacting on a car like you ever been on a carousel that's going really fast that you want to throw up and you're like i'm embarrassed i'm throwing up you're just like reacting to your body in the carousel know what i'm saying and um craig's like yeah uh because austin's like the carousel right and Austin's like craig how do you shut the fuck up? And Libby's like, yeah, you know, like how am I like, I'm allowed to be pissed or like referring to it as a fucking carousel. Like, don't fucking do that again. Or I'm going to be really pissed. <laughs> found the line, everyone. We found the red stripe for Olivia. Don't call my emotions a carousel. She's like obsessed <laughs> with carousel. And also like, I'm sorry, I just want to tell you. <laughs> she really does. She loves it. Austin's like, I just, I'm sorry. I just want to tell you. I'm sorry. I just want you to know. She goes, don't ever say that again. And he goes, but I don't have anything. I didn't have anything to do with you. And Brad's like, she said, don't say it ever again, stupid. Just shut up. Shut your mouth. <laughs> stupid whore mouth, That's what, Austin. Shut your mouth. Don't say C word number two ever again. So Austin's like, I mean, I thought I was in a good spot with Olivia. Like, so like just to have that blow up and Olivia to be like so upset with me is like quite literally, definitely, quite literally disappointing. So then I sent her movie back. quotes. So this is really <laughs> upsetting. I sent her movie quotes from like Step Brothers, okay? And like Ron Burgundy. This is like I upsetting. live in a van down by the river and like still nothing. Do you know how hurtful this is? Like it's like it's almost like she never even saw Beverly Hills Ninja. <laughs> uh, so then back in the other victim van, Taylor is pulling a page <laughs> from his victim book and she's like, you know, she doesn't even want to look at me or talk to me. But Austin's off the hook. Like she's over at his house cuddling without her bra on. Oh, really? You're going to slut shame now, Taylor? You know what? And by the way, while we're talking about Jesus, like the old Southern saying goes, get off the cross. We need the wood. Shut up, Taylor. <laughs> she was able to get that past everything with Austin. I have, but it just was really fun. I don't hear it a lot. <laughs> and same. so it just it made me chuckle because it was just not what I was expecting. I thought you were going to say something like that old like that old saying. And let me tell you something. I remember going to communion when I was 12. And I remember I had to wear a bow tie and I said, I don't want to wear the bow tie. So that's um, actually true. We had clip on ties at Jesus Chapel. You were close. <laughs> 
your class. I got threatened to go to hell because I wouldn't put on my damn clip on tie. I just knew. I just knew there was a tie story somewhere in there. <laughs> but I just knew it. But um, I mean, I I what I have registered my disdain over the fact that I felt like Austin has gotten off more easily. But Shep does say, well, she's in a very fragile part of her life. She had to deal with something very tragic. And she's like, I understand that. And then everyone's like, that's actually true. That's actually true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. No, 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 Taylor, you're wrong. Be quiet. (laughs) And I love, I like that Rod phrased it this way, because I always felt like a true asshole. Well, I mean, I am a true asshole, but I've always felt really bad for saying it. But I think he phrased it very well. He's like, you know, from the outside, from the outside in, they trauma bonded. But at the same time, do I think that Austin leveraged that timing to his advantage i do which thank you that's so eloquently right rod is like consistently reading austin for filth every single week why are we we need to embrace him more because he's like literally saying all the things that i'm like oh thank god someone on the show is finally saying it and then we're like stupid rod no personality well that's true too though you know what i mean because rod saying what rod is saying is true but he's just not really caring much else and we already know all this shit it's like i guess that someone to finally speak out against the guys but it's on a show about what pieces of shit the guys are so it's kind of like you just don't want to get close to the temp at work you know what i mean you're like you're just a temp so i'm not gonna like put anything on the line for you you're gonna be gone tomorrow so yeah um he also still is afraid of salad so there's that too <laughs> So Rod's like, yeah, eat a vegetable. Like I can't eat a a salad. Come on, salad. So Rod's like, uh, what no one's talking about here is the timing. And Shepard's a post-mortem, a post-mortem. That's not going to help one single person. And Rod's like, yeah, but that's where the energy is coming from. You know, Rod's like, oh, suddenly you don't want to be messy on this messy ass show. This is where you, where, where you draw the line about being messy. Commercials. Here comes one right now. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. So then uh, Madison's like, you know what? I'm going to put on JT's two-piece. That's it. So she does. She puts on that blue and white striped, you know, beach towel looking thing, whatever they called it. And uh, she's like, all right, motherfuckers. Now you better listen when I'm talking to you. You better be a gentleman. And she really gets JT's simping down perfectly. She really does. She's like, I'm a feminist. You know what I love? Women. You better shut the fuck up and be a gentleman. I support women. And then it got the JT in the other van saying like, Shep, like, you know, you got to make him apologize, bro. You got to make, you got to make Austin apologize. And Shep is like, he did. And it's just like to the table tonight. I don't think so. Because you, you know, he all, 
all the women he objectified. He didn't apologize to any of them. And I care about that because women are like fish and they get on your line. You got to keep them. And if you catch the fish, you put it in a little chill box where it dies. It stops flapping and then you eat it. And that's your woman that you eat, that you put in the box. You know what I'm saying? He's so creepy, this guy. And he's like, yeah, you you objectified the women or he objectified all the women. Okay. First of all, this is one of those situations where you're not really wrong, but you're only simping for Taylor. And also you're completely objectifying Taylor. You've like made Taylor some fucking saint that you're just, she's just like some object to be one. And it's gross. She's not into you. You need to like back down now because it's starting to get, it's getting like mommy creepy, like back down. Okay. (laughs) It's worrying me at this point. Hi Taylor. What if I start calling you Papa Seed? So hi Taylor. You know what? Real friends have nicknames for each other. Um, you call me feminist and I'm going to call you mommy. Okay. <laughs> Boner. <laughs> I'm already thinking about our Christmas cards. M- Merry Christmas from feminist and mommy. <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyway, everyone's like making fun of JT and the other bus. And then they're also making fun of Shep about the way Shep is like, we had a good vacation. You're good. I'm good. You're all good. You're good. And then it comes to Shep going, I'm okay. We're okay. You're okay. Which is so funny. I never noticed that about Shep, but he totally does that. Yeah. Shep yells at everybody, has a fit, turns purple, and then goes, I don't I don't get why everybody's so mad. Like, we should be having fun. <laughs> because you just ripped everybody a new asshole for no reason. <laughs> Maybe. And then they start making fun of his foot, which we definitely have made fun of. And they're all trying to do the shaky foot thing. And then I feel like I've waited 10 years for a shaky foot montage and we finally got it. And I was actually sad that it was so short. That could have at least been 30 seconds of, sh- of shaking feet over the past 10 for years. Real. So then um, the next day, um, Austin is, I don't know, posing as he does. And then uh, JT texts Taylor. He's like, hey, want to hang out by the pool, mommy, in a few? I'm a feminist. <laughs> yeah, there's just like morning activities, like waking up, like everyone texting each other, want to go to the pool, want to go to the beach, what's Whitney doing? Blah, 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 blah. So eventually we land. Drinking a red stripe, whatever. Wow, they're really pushing red stripes. I can't. <laughs> with myself you're like wow congratulations literally congratulations to this beer for get landing the sponsorship i wonder how hard it was for them to ship all this all this beer to jamaica i sit here and call everybody stupid all day long and then i just want everybody to know that as i'm reading my notes which is basically a recap of an hour ago in my life i'm calling myself stupid too so at least i'm fair okay (laughs) jeez Hey, you know what I just realized? This has nothing to do with anything, but today is, as long as we talked about your religious stuff from a childhood, today is the 32nd anniversary of my bar mitzvah today. How about that? Happy bar mitzvah. Oh my God. Congratulations. Happy birthday. I'm a real man. You are a real man. And you know what? That was the first day I ever had red stripe. I think this is the 12th anniversary of you announcing that it's your anniversary for your bar mitzvah. I have to say, that's, that's, that's impressive. I had a good bar mitzvah, and I gave out gifts. You know, you give out little party favors, and I, I gave out the singles to all my... You I did. gave out the singles. <laughs> and I just remember the hottest single, the hottest single for anyone to get was OPP by Naughty by Nature, and I remember Risa Chase got it, and everyone was like, oh my god, Risa, you got OPP! Uh, 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 uh. 
Wait, so everybody got a different casingle? Yeah, everyone got different casingles. You know, there was well, a whole variety. You get you know, back all? then, well, there were such things as music stores. You would go. So you just went like in and you were like, load me up on casingles. Just give me a bunch. I'm just. You, gonna, yeah, did, did you pick like specific ones for people, or were you like, I it's going to be I a curated them. No, I did, and it was honestly, I have a still, I still remember going into that store and having so much fun choosing all the ones. Like I was like, this is a good song, and 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 um, I, I even wound up with one of the singles. In fact, I don't remember which one. It was a really random one. It was like a random Richard Marx single or something like that, but um. I had so much fun picking out those casingles, and I was so excited to see who would wind up with each one. That was a great time. That was a, you, that's you a have good like, favor. That is, that's pretty good. Yeah, I think a curation of something special for all your guys. I mean, unless it's just like a really offensive song, you know? <laughs> I like big butts. I guess that wasn't out then. I'm trying to think of what would I think it was, that, been this out was a little bit, may have been out at that time. Jesus Jones but, was no Jesus Jones was before then. That's Taylor's favorite band. Okay, um, so let's see top billboards, top billboard charts, um, top charts, December, December 14th, nineteen ninety one. Let's see what they were at that time. December fourteenth, nineteen ninety one. God, I love Billboard. They're so good. Um, Hot one hundred. What about black or white? Oh, black Michael or white. Jackson. Someone got that. Yeah, def someone definitely got that. Mm -hmm. That's a big one. <laughs> it's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday. Oh, sorry, everyone. Is that me making that noise? Or is that me? I'm so <laughs> what is I'm that? sorry. I went onto Billboard and it had a, a it had a ad that was very loud. Did you no. know that? No. Um, oh. so blowing kisses in the wind, can't let go, Mariah yes. Carey. Oh, that's oh my one. god, yes. Do you think so you creeped out whoever you gave that one to? Like, can't let thanks for <laughs> coming to go. my bar mitzvah. And you open it, you're like, can't let go. <laughs> I just gave man. it to myself and dedicated it to my childhood. <laughs> I was like, I'm a man now, but even though I try, I can't let go. Oh, when a man loves I'm, all for that's love, I gave out. One. I think I actually got. This is a Offer perfect love, one for a future gay person. When a man loves a woman, who did you give that to? Mm -hmm. um, that Michael Bolton. <laughs> that Michael Bolton. Piece. I definitely Wild Side by Marky Mark. That's what love is for. A hundred percent. I gave that one away. Finally, CC Peniston, Amy yep. Grant. You know, Too I knew there was going to be an Amy Grant on there. I was about to say Amy Grant when you first said Kissingle. That was my first thought. It was like, baby, baby, <laughs> yeah, my heart in motion. <laughs> um, keep coming back by Richard Marks is the random Richard Marks one that I received. I told you there was a random Richard Marks one. That is definitely the Kissingle. Um, I. I think it would be very funny if I gave out Let's Talk About Sex. Could you imagine going to, <laughs> going to apartments and coming back with like a single of Let's Talk About Sex? Like, whoa, that's what Ben gave you? I guess he did become a man today. So, <laughs> did you do it? <laughs> this is a great This is a great week for music. Set the Night to Music by Roberta Flack and Maxi Priest. Love that song. This is really Set good, actually. Set the Night to Music. Yeah. Can't stop this thing we started. No son of mine. Don't cry. Guns and roses. Let's talk about sex. Salt and pepper. OPP. Naughty by nature. You said that one already. This is romantic by Karen White. White. Turn the lights down. It's time to get romantic. Oh, someone got smells like Teen Spirit. That was a big one. That was a hot one. 
That was a hot single. Um, I also feel bad for whoever got this one. Wholehearted, but spelled with an H. Excuse you. I love that Sorry. song by Extreme. <laughs> There's a hole in my heart and it only belongs to you. Um, what about this? Let's see. There's Change by Lisa Stansfield. Remember that song? If no. I could change. Okay. Uh, uh, okay, about, I'm tired. How far are we going to go down? How many people were your apartments? <laughs> Your permits are we've gotten to 30 for fuck's sake. Okay. Listen, that was your permits that Jesus died when he was 30. We're done. We're done with the permits for this. There's so many good songs on this list. As just <laughs> as you just go deeper and deeper and deeper, just well, we Prince. could do 31 to 60 um on December 14th, 2020. <laughs> when you announce look at all the these, anniversary look at all of your people who are releasing music. Luther Vandross. Kim Sims don't even know who she is, but good for her. <laughs> Vanessa Williams. Okay. Bonnie so back to the show. Okay. Um, yes. Uh, now what are they doing? Okay. Yeah. JT's in his bath. This is red stripe. <laughs> Listening to singles. <laughs> and um, Austin and Whitney are going to meet at the beach. And Whitney's like, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, man. My office is on the beach. That's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm working off. I'm on the beach. Man. I'm working. They're all like, what is an office? So, um, Vanita, <laughs> is that Truly. a place people go to? So Vanita is choosing a bathing suit, pretending Charles is there. And then Madison comes by with some coffee to her room. And they're just talking about, they're like, there's, they have some deluded idea in their head. Some strange notion. Madison goes, you know what? I think that Austin's therapy is working. Vanita says, yeah, he didn't get up and walk away. Good for him, I guess. I was like, is this the bar that we're using to determine if therapy's working? He sat Doesn't there. Doesn't feel straight. Yeah. His therapy he sat, worked. He was on he an island. Seated. There was nowhere for him to I mean, go. If staying seated meant you were like mentally getting somewhere, I would be fucking Buddha. I never move. Like... <laughs> would be completely emotionally stable which we all know is not the case so then craig my favorite craig calls Paige, and she's like hi chicken he's like hey hey Paige, love you baby like, no not you um <laughs> i'm actually talking to my food right now I'm literally to my friends mcnuggets so Olivia started to bitch in Austin and she was like, you're like a piece of shit. Like, I don't know how they're not exhausted. And also I was part, in, part of some yelling last night. She's like, oh my God, that is the first interesting thing you said in months, Craig. Who did you yell at? He's like, oh my God, thanks Paige. I was talking to my chicken. So are you still there? <laughs> I'm sorry, I meant to Why press decline. Why do you always decline. call me when I have chicken? <laughs> Listen, I meant to um, post my... I meant to press the button that was giving my review of your entire series decline. Um, <laughs> but I guess I hit the wrong button. So go ahead. Go ahead, Craig. Okay. Well, Shep was like, where the fuck is Paige? And like, he's like, you avoid being under the microscope by not bringing your girlfriend. And she goes, what is he talking about? I went to his lame pheasant dinner. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I actually got on an yellow... airplane <laughs> I actually got onto an airplane to fly to a different state to go to a lame pheasant dinner just just let, let that sink in for a second I got on a plane for peasant pheasant so just let that sink in okay I'm still not over it 
All right. So they both always want to yell at me about how I'm not even around. But um, guess what? Newsflash. I don't even like them. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> My friends are crazy, right? And she's like, uh-huh. What is that? Is that the word that we're going to use for awful now? Okay. By the way, I got to hang out with chicken right now. Talk to you later. <laughs> he's like, no way. I wanted to tell you. We're, we're, we're doing a big boat today. She's like, oh, my God. That's what I call you. Big boat. I'm I'm sorry. I thought you said bloat. What what do you, what are you doing? <laughs> Getting on a boat. Love you. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh good. Um. Well, I hope you never come back. So Shep, uh, <laughs> Shep's now on the beach, and he's on the beach, and he runs into some girls, and he goes, "What? You're from Charleston? Get out of here! Hi, nice to meet you. I'm Shep." And so he does this thing where he does the Mary Catherine Gallagher. He puts his hands in his armpits really quickly, oh. and then he extends his hands to shake. I'm like, "You just put your hand in your armpit, and now you're shaking this girl's hand, and she shakes it back." That's the ultimate marking someone. Like, wow, here's as here's as little effort as I'm gonna put into this. My armpits smell. Shake it, soaker. <laughs> So now Austin meets up with Whitney at like his under under like a umbrella and they're just talking about the booze cruise coming up and Whitney's going to stay behind to do some work. And Austin's like, so quite literally at dinner, Rod takes it upon himself to tell me that he has a problem with me. Is that like insane or what? God, Whitney hates this person. Whitney's like un he cannot even hide it anymore and i guess they're making him shoot <laughs> they make him go on this trip he refuses to spend time with anybody and then when he does he just looks at them like just fucking die like i hate you and so he's like not i mean money. What, what yeah what is this like a gamut to get to olivia and he's like yeah him and jt like who's defending olivia's honor they're playing this game like me and chef are the bad ones but guess what guess what buddy we're the ones who landed the girls. So, like, maybe you should take a page out of my book, pal. Okay? Be a man. <laughs> Gross. You can't even hide yourself Austin's for one book. full episode. <laughs> well, I know one thing that's one page that's not in Austin's book, and that's a business plan. So, JT is uh, and Taylor are now walking along the beach, and he's like, oh, I follow you everywhere. I'm like your shadow. That's, yeah, you're really going to win over the girl with that, huh? And she's like, well. It's like when the sun's just slightly above you and your shadow's like really small. <laughs> like, go, go ahead. I'm being chased by a small shadow. <laughs> I'll allow it. I'm being chased by a small shadow, small shadow, small shadow. So Taylor's like, well, you have to follow me. I have your insulin. Ha 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 Oh, I didn't know what she said. So this is the most awkward. These two hanging out is so awkward because he won't stop. And she's like, uh, and um, so they see people doing water aerobics. And listen, you know that you're with the wrong person right now when you look over and you're like, we should have done that. <laughs> it's like, wow, JT, take it personally and just leave this alone. Okay. So his hat, by the way, says, by the way, I love small waves. I know. It's funny. <laughs> by the way, it's so funny that when JT first appeared on this show, and even when we saw him in the trailer, 
I never would have thought that I would be at a place where I'd be saying, yeah, nice guys finish last in the context of JT. I thought he was going to be the biggest asshole. And you could make an argument that he is an asshole, but I never thought he would be on the nice guy end of the spectrum on this on this show. I do not think he's an asshole. I do think that he's the kind of guy who comes on really, really hard like this. And the second you don't like him back or you say, listen, I'm not into you. He's like, you're fat anyway. You're ugly anyway. I feel like he's got that kind of, I think like he's awesome. got that kind of mentality. I'm saying that's not an asshole, but you know what I mean? Like he's not, yeah. he's not visibly, he's not detectably an asshole yet. <laughs> <laughs> just got the results in and your assholery is undetectable congratulations sorry sir but we need to wait a season before we can really diagnose this so just come back i know he's like well so last night i know you didn't say much because you were going through emotional trauma at, a, at your end of the table and by emotional trauma i mean someone was trying to hold you accountable for something and taylor's like i don't want to be verbally abused and i was verbally abused last night you are not verbally abused. <laughs> no, you are Someone not. saying something that is unpleasant for you to hear is not the same as verbally abused. And he's like, well, I just feel terrible for you, but guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to keep defending you. And she's like, ha, huh, ha. Huh. And she tells us, yeah, I wish I could be into him, but the saying is true. Girls want bad boys. Girls want guys that aren't into them. Guys that treat them like shit. I could go on and on. Taylor, oh God, no, the girls don't all want that. Stop, I know. stop, I'm trying girls, to like you. Can we add therapy to that list of things that girls should want? Um, you know what, Taylor, like you need to get, you need to work, these are daddy issues in my, <laughs> I'm not a professional, but I am a professional TV watcher and I'm gonna say that these are daddy issues and you need to get them sorted out, okay, because it's it's not cute to me it's actually really not cute when people are like oh well i can't help it i just like a bad boy i'm like uh that's not cute to me <laughs> that's sad to me yeah it's sad i don't like it and so he's like well today's a new day we're going on a boat today we could do the titanic thing and she's like uh i don't mean sink i mean you know the thing on the front of the boat which and taylor's like dot 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 yeah dot 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 and looks away awkwardly like, like she wants to escape but she just doesn't have the strength to walk away like come on man <laughs> she's like a real man would have asked me to pose nude for a for a painting so the funny um, part about this is that when they do get to the boat the person doing the titanic thing is austin with himself i know i'm glad bravo just didn't even give us the full the, the like the full mic on moment for that because that's really one of the one of the worst things to plague boat footage or just boats since 1997 are people doing i'm a king the king of the world so austin well, is like, was just standing up there like with his shirt open and like blowing like showing off his you know worked out self he's like yeah who's like kind of having his own titanic moment now uh, and you're like i'm yeah. just here for the part where it sinks you know like the rest <laughs> of the, for the iceberg titanic. rooting for the iceberg right now so uh austin's like so i have rod hey whitney get this i have rod jt and then olivia was like chiming in as much as she could call me a piece of shit and i just i was like shocked but shocked i mean because you know what even though i'm like not pursuing any romantic relationship with olivia i want her to think i am so like i care about her a lot so olivia calling me a piece of shit actually makes me sad 
No one's falling um, for this anymore, no, sir. No, okay. no, no. So then Madison, Olivia, and Vanita are on the beach, and Olivia's like, oh my God, look at that swing set. I feel like I've seen that swing set like on everybody's Instagram literally since I was in junior high. Let's put it on our Instagram. I know. <laughs> Let's take stupid photos on it. So they take photos, and then Madison, Madison goes, let's break the internet. I'm like... <laughs> Not sure this swims this uh this the swing set's gonna really break the internet, but go for it. So now they talk about Austin again, and Olivia's so frustrated. She's so frustrated with Taylor, and then back to Austin. Austin's like, I mean, I'm like Olivia, why are you even mad at me right now? This is insane right now. I've been nothing but there for you. Nothing but there for you. <sighs> She's saying I'm toying with her head or whatever. I'm like, I'm just trying to be your friend. Your friend who says, I love you. And then tells other people, she's like the one. She's the one I love the most. And then tell other people, I don't want to have a relationship right now. Like, why is that so hard to understand exactly where I stand with her? Ugh. And Whitney's just looking at him like, please let me ask the scene. What is the point of producing a show if I have to like be in it? Please let me go. Please. <laughs> so... Um, Olivia's like, I mean, we're friends. And then he throws, I love you in there. And I was like, don't say what things you don't mean. Like, what do I call him? A piece of shit or something? I'm like, yes, you got it. You did it. You did it, Olivia. You figured it out. So then Austin's like, yeah, she's just, you know, one day she's like, look at this meme. I'm going to call you crying. And then the next day in front of people, she puts on this show like I'm a piece of shit. Oh, wow. So now you're going to throw in her face that she called you crying after her brother died. You really... You get you you are more of a piece of shit literally every episode. I don't know how you top yourself every single time. It's amazing. But you do it. It's amazing. And so Whitney's like, oh, oh this uh, whole thing with Austin and Olivia is really exhausting, but <laughs> you reap what you sow. <laughs> I'll tell you what's exhausting. Watching Randy attempting to make a mint and julep in the kitchen. I had to sand him back seven times just to get it right. Turns out he wasn't even using mint. Just found some old leaves from a bush outside. He has a long way to go. So then Olivia's still going on about Taylor and how inconsistent she is. And she hasn't even talked to her since she got that, since she heard about the text. And Madison's like, oh, they can't get your date card, so I'm going to sleep with Austin text. Which goes, yeah, that's the text. <laughs> so then we see a clip of Taylor saying, wait a minute, why is the text I sent to Shep even being talked about here? And she's like, because Shep told me about it. When are you guys going to figure out these guys are not on your side? Hello. Yes. Hello. Yes. Yeah, and she goes, yeah, and then today I got a text from, from Taylor saying, sorry, I used Austin as a dig last night, and Matt's like, how about don't do it at all? And Olivia's like, I know, I just like wouldn't even send that. Nothing with her is consistent. Forget friendship. I'm questioning her character as a person at this point. I mean, you're hanging out with Austin, Chef. <laughs> You're hanging out with the cast of yeah. Southern Charm. Like, you're just now questioning it. Your judgment means nothing. So now they're in the lobby. It's later. They're going to go on this booze cruise or whatever. So Rod sees Olivia and he's like, whoa, hey, did you get your 12 hours beauty rest? Sure looks like it. And she goes, whoa, touche. She goes, thank you, touche. <laughs> uh. She's still working on it. Still figuring out, figuring things out. So they all get on the bus to the booze cruise and uh, they're opening the booze on the way to the booze cruise. And Craig's like, hey, 
why are Taylor and Shep next to each other? If they continue to hang out, I think what happens is that if he brings someone else around, uh, wait, hold on, Paige, what was the rest of that theory? Going out with your ex is stupid. God damn, Craig. Jesus. Going out with your ex is stupid. God damn, Craig. I'm with you. Jesus, moron. Trying. When is this oh, show going to get canceled so part. I can break up with you? I can't take any more of this. Wait, should I be saying this part out loud or is this the quiet part, Paige? <laughs> Paige, are you pretending to be a busy signal again? <laughs> Goodbye, chicken. So Taylor, meanwhile, JT, J Taylor's like, I got a pimple on my nose. And JT's like, but it's the cutest pimple, right, gosh? <gasps> Look at her pimple. And she's like, uh, like kind of fake laughing, like trying to <laughs> pretend true. to be interested because Shep's right next to her on the other side of her. So she's like, ha, 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 ha. Taylor has an imperfection now, everyone. Who would have thought this perfect little angel who perfectly resembles a young version of mommy? How could I ever be imperfect? But guess what? You got a pimple, which shows she is human. And you got to treat humans like respect. I think everyone owes her an apology right now. Just find something and apologize for it. And that includes you, Mr. Driver. So then Austin's sitting next to Madison. He's like, oh, does everybody hate me? She's like, oh my God, everybody hates you. It's amazing. Finally, everybody's on my side. And so she's like, yeah, I survived a lot with Austin. So now we can be friends. I can give him advice. God knows he needs it. I survived a toxic infinity. So um, they get to the Yacht Club of Jamaica. And um, Madison goes, you know what the name of my boat's going to be? It's going to be called Sea Cup. <laughs> Got a pair of them right here. <laughs> so then uh, they boats, meet Captain Sardine. What? You have a pair of boats? <laughs> so, yeah, Captain Sardine. And of course, Shep goes, oh, Captain, my Captain. Which, of course, Shep would say that. And um, then the cap Captain Sardine is like, well, you know, just in case there's an emergency, like there's life jackets. I don't need that. Like, I got Madison. a pair of them right here. Pair of floaties. Right. Okay, Madison. Okay. <laughs> Reel it in. Reel it on. <laughs> Madison, you are about to get kicked off of Ravenel Babies. Come on now. <laughs> So now they do some like fun and games. They go swimming. They have fun. They go snorkeling. Wait, Craig's wait. Craig's Craig has this very interesting observation. He goes, "All your worries kind of go away when you're on a boat. Like if you see someone having a bad time on a boat, they probably suck." Well, you might want to uh, you might want to check in on with us people on the Titanic. <laughs> uh. Oops! Keep coming back to that Titanic. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Might want to check in on the Lusitania. Might want to check. There we go. You know, you know what? <laughs> you know, I ask you to oh. expand and you do. It's actually amazing. <laughs> the Lusitania. You want, you want another ship that sunk around the same time of the early 20th century? I will give you the Lusitania. Uh, <laughs> so I just like, it's like. It's just very easy to have a very bad time on a boat. Like you could actually, on a boat, you can go from having a great time to having the worst time of your entire life very quickly. And he's like, that. yeah, if you have a bad um, time, you suck. I've had plenty of bad times on boats. I used to work on a dinner cruise and we crashed into the dock of South Street Seaport. You're welcome. <laughs> I'll keep it short for you, Ben. <laughs> we were in the middle of handing out singles during dinner service. There were secretaries in array. It was like one of those office parties where they rent you the dinner cruise yacht. 
the lady had just finished singing Proud Mary. She's like my favorite waitress. She was from Arkansas. <laughs> you want to talk about someone who could throw back a red stripe? That girl was it. <laughs> she was also <laughs> she was also the captain. Apparently. <laughs> 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 okay so later um shep is like so vanita last time we had a misunderstanding that was just a misunderstanding and it escalated stupidly she's like yeah that was really funny i own it i screamed at you i was so mad it was hilarious um. <laughs> ronnie were you were you extremely upset when shep worked in what you thought was product placement into his childhood memory because when she, when shep was like i snorkeled here in 2001 and taylor's like um that was 20 years ago and he's like well what were you doing at that time and she was like in first grade and he goes that's insane i was crushing red stripes when you were in first grade and were yes. you like really I did. I was like, the why are they... placement into your, into your memories? <laughs> I did. I thought, well, is, is the chef like recording this because they got money from Red Stripe today? I'm like, I'm literally <laughs> this stupid. That's why I skipped over it. Didn't you notice? I just skipped right <laughs> over that part. Like, let's, let's forget. So now uh, Captain Sardine comes out and Chep is like, hey, Captain Sardine, you know, he's a single sardine. Normally there's a cat on them. Oh, 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 hilarity. I'm a regular Mark Twain. <laughs> He's like, okay, uh, so please, um, I'm going to tell the same thing to you guys that I tell the coral reefs. Please don't get touched by the slimy fucking person, please. <laughs> no please. touching, no touching. And Craig's like, do you have spears? And the lady goes, um, like spears to fish and destroy our local um, habitats? Yeah. No, we do not. <laughs> you and then I'm just gonna stay here and drink. So now they so, snorkel, and Madison mm -hmm. and Craig talk about how much he wants to go see Paige, and he's like, "Yeah, like she, like we only see each other every few days anyway." But now I'm gonna like after this, I'm gonna be tan. So she's gonna be like, "Yeah, just get tanned and like come home and fuck me," which I don't think she would ever say. And Madison's like, "Oh my god, my nipples are hard, and they hard." I don't know. If they are, I'll tell you this much. I paid for those hard nipples. Okay. Love you guys. <laughs> Love you guys. That's name my second vote. Hard nipples. <laughs> well, do you do you have a little bit of a girl crush on Paige? Because she has a girl crush on you. I'm just really trying to make Paige friends happen, right? And she's like, well, whatever you need to get her to move down here, I'll be ready. Yeah, I, I could use someone a little bit smarter to yell at. This guest is stupid. Please give me somebody new well, to betray. That would be amazing. Thank you. I, I used to say I'll go to New York for a couple of years, but like sewing down south is really blowing. It's so it's so big. I can't work remotely anymore. It turns out designing squares from home is a lot harder than designing squares in an office. Do you know how hard it is to copy and paste a, a seahorse from my couch? <laughs> Sometimes, if I when I draw a scallop shell onto a pillow, it comes out a lot smaller at home. <laughs> so I need to be in the office for it. Okay, so now they go, they dance, and uh, they have fun on the rest of their booze cruise. And so <laughs> now it's nighttime. The dancing, the dancing. Wait, the dancing was 
was very difficult. That was that was a lot to take on right now. And uh, <laughs> I feel like we've never actually seen this cast like dance youthfully. They're always doing some sort of like old like Lindy Hop or something like that. This is the first time they actually properly tried to dance, and it was. It was a lot. And Craig was like, does the DJ know how to make bitches dance? Whoa. It's like, oh. yeah, there's mm -hmm. a lot of cringe there. Chef's like, wait a minute. Where's the brass section? <laughs> and then the sun's going down. And as the sun's going down, JT's like, hey, there's still a little bit of sunshine left. And its name is Taylor. Will you oh, be my God. Taylor for this dance? So she starts, so they're on the bus now, and she ties a bandana around JT's head. And he's like, well, I wish I could have a hot blonde and a fedora tie bandana around my head. Whoa, I just got it. Just got it happen. She's like, ha, 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 Hey, we had too much of a nice day. Let me ruin it. Shep, what would you say to the next girl who hooks up with JT? <laughs> Don't wear heels. <laughs> <laughs> and then Craig goes, hey, uh, Taylor, what would your advice be to the next person who hooks up with Shep? And she goes, don't expect to finish. <laughs> okay. That is, it was December 14th, the anniversary of Ben's Bar Mitzvah, when I first laughed at Taylor on purpose. <laughs> like, Shep has this look on his face worthy. like... Oh, how could she say that to me when I introduce her to world travel? So he's like, yeah, well, yeah, because I don't care. I don't care. I'm just going to finish and you'll still be here. Yeah, I don't care if you finish, which by the way, I mean, at least there's transparency here. I've never heard a guy like literally be like proud to not help, not like service his lady. He's like, yeah, I come on my own. I don't need a lady. Yeah, what do I care if you don't get off? I'm not going to go through a whole production about it. Wow. But he is so mad. Like, he cannot take it at all. So he's really pissed. You know, the foot starts shaking. And uh, Taylor's like, wow, I can count on less than three fingers how many times he, you know. So then we go to Whitney really did get the presidential suite. And he um, he's dressed like he's in Saturday Night Fever for something, for some reason. I'm really not sure what this outfit is, but he's back in that dress it's for his evening for some reasons. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, room service comes in with all this beer and stuff. He's like, oh, 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 non mother, oh, it's not for me, it's for the hoi polloi. <laughs> so the bus the bus comes back and shep of course like shep is like i'm going right to whitney's room i want to keep on drinking so craig austin shep and madison are who are sort of like a little click they go up to whitney's room and madison's like oh wow this is real fancy this seems like a real nice place to make someone cry okay who's up first austin you're gonna die alone <laughs> anything tears nothing no damn it so um basically okay so this is where and we're and i know that we're like an hour and 20 into this but still this is where i was like okay enough because she goes y'all well if we're gonna go to dinner y'all need to change and shep goes i'm not showering and austin goes are you changing shep and then shep goes you should change i want you to change but i did change you can't change you're the problem shep i was like okay enough <laughs> we get it you guys i i loved their pivot from literal to metaphorical 
<laughs> just gonna, like they're like, okay, here are we are. Change? At the end of another day, we're wasted and coked out of our mind again. Now let's yell about who's the bigger piece of shit. Nonsense. But it was so it was so seamless, just like talking about logistics. Are you gonna change? By the way, discussing that Shep who's been snorkeling all day is not going to shower or change before going to dinner. This is Tom Schwartz level of grossness. So then he's like, I'm not going to change. <laughs> but then they start talking metaphorically about change. I just, the pivot was so quick that I was like, did I miss something here? What happened? Why did they all of a sudden like, like, you know, get into top gear here? But now this is what they do. And Austin's like, I do change. I do change. Uh-uh, it's hard for you to change. Well, and you can't change. And that's the problem here, Shep. You can't change. I can't change. Oh, is that a problem? For whom? That's right. Even when I'm coked out and drunk, I still say the proper word. Whom? <laughs> and Austin's like, anyone you have ever met in your life has a word. And my note, um, I've wrote a very deep note here. Okay, guys, wrap it up. This season needs to be over. Thank I you. love this. What are you talking about? I was thrilled by this Cut fight. Cord on this. Cut it. Austin's like, Austin's like, well, I have a lot of friends and I don't see, I don't need you. Huh? And Austin's like, well, I care about you. Uh, and I, I would never say that to you, but obviously you'll say that to me. You care about people? That is rich. You're not rich, of course. I'm rich. But like that concept is rich metaphorically. Here's what I always say. You should never <laughs> stay friends with your exes. <laughs> Paige is like, hi, um, I was up in Manhattan and I saw a pigeon fly in a strange way and I realized there was probably a really good fight happening. So could you just like FaceTime me in so I could watch? Thanks so much. Uh-uh. This is deflection. It's like, no, you're deflection. You are. <gasps> oh, I am totally, I'm totally okay. So am I. Are you okay? Because you're on page six and looking not so okay, Bob. Well, actually... <laughs> You don't look so okay. You Why? don't. Because I'm nice. <laughs> You're nice. We're into a UR fight now. Oh, yeah. When you tell Taylor it's fun to cheat on her, that's nice. And then we see a clip of, hey, what are you, what are you going to pull the tail, tail on a bear? Is that what you're going to do? What do you want to do? Pin a tail on a donkey's rabbit? Go ahead, bitch. Because let me tell you right now, rabbits don't fly with earthworms. Said it. It's just a clip of Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip, which a recap has not come out yet, but guys, uh, it will, and it's a doozy. It's Check good. It you've been an God, you've been quite literally an absolute cut fitness. I've been a cut fitness. What have you been? Honest with you. More like a bad friend. Yeah, yeah. And everyone knows so, Austin. So then, then, um, Shash, Craig, let me tell us. you what I would say don't hang out with your exes. I think Shep is in <laughs> denial that his friend hooked up with his girlfriend, and now he's really upset. I love that Craig is always figuring this out. Every five minutes, Craig figures this out. Like, wait a minute. I think what's happening is Shep might feel betrayed. <laughs> Austin. Oh, my God, Miss Marple. Jesus Christ. What's the episode You're order? the victims. <laughs> <laughs> you're the victim i get it yeah well you certainly painted taylor to be the victim me yeah you hold this soft spot and flame for her almost as if you once dated her for two years and you're like taylor you're okay just because she cries to you she fucking grabbed me my friend let me tell you something she grabbed me okay she came on to me motherfucker not the other way around 
to uh, Austin being a great friend, great friend and chivalrous right now. Uh, yeah. Throwing, throwing her under the bus. And he's already done this too at Whitney's house. Last time they all got shit faced and yelled at each other over and over again about nonsensical shit. So he's like, this is how it happened. He's like laughing. He comes up behind Whitney and he grabs him and then they make out. Wow. <laughs> It was like a real makeout. <laughs> oh, and Craig goes, that was weird. And Mask goes, damn. Damn, my, my, my nipples just inverted themselves. So then Austin, who is still, you know, not getting enough attention, apparently, over this whole thing, d does a typical Austin. Where he's like, you know what? This group cannot move on from the fact that Taylor and I fuck. Been made out and moved on. Whoops. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, we fucked and made out. Like, Wait a minute, you almost out. said fuck. Yes, you did. And he goes, what? Shut up, Madison. And Shep goes, you did. And he's like, yeah. You know what? He just admitted it. Bingo. This is the first thing me and Shep ever agreed on. And then Austin goes, Madison, shut your mouth, Madison. You're not even involved in shit, board housewife. So rude and obnoxious. And I wanted her to tell him off so badly, but instead she goes, bah, bah, what a fucking shit. Because <laughs> I forgot Madison, if you really get Madison mad, her retribution comes, it comes later and it comes publicly. Oh, yes, Madison. Yeah, that's not going to slide. So um, he, she just knows that if Austin isn't a stupid enough place to talk to her like that in front of cameras, he's too stupid to reason with. She'll wait. Until he's like in a yeah. vulnerable, non-fighting position to rip him a new one. <laughs> and once she has the ladies at her at her back too, she's like, "Fine, you you imbeciles, fight it out. I'm gonna roast you at dinner. Just you wait." Right. So then, of course, on her way out, when he's like, "Are you going to dinner?" She's like, "Of course. <laughs> See you in a little bit." <laughs> <laughs> I heard there's got corn down there. Born for corn. So uh, Taylor is first to get to the table, the big dinner table, and then second is Olivia, and they sit down, and they, hi, hi, hey, I like that top, it's like very Britney Spears, yeah, hi. Olivia yeah. just like points her jaw around the restaurant, like, like hinges her jaw around a lot, like, oh, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> and then we cut to... Um, the other group of Shep still yelling at Austin. They're still yelling at each other. And Craig's like, here's what, guys. Don't hang out with your exes. I just came <laughs> up with it. <laughs> I think both of you have feelings about each other. And you're like, hooking up with Taylor fucked up your position, Austin. You totally had a position. You lost it. And there is like some suppression of anger towards Austin that like continues to surf. Hold on. I think, I think, hold on, Paige is sending another text, and it's just an emoji of a chicken. Oh, sorry, never mind. Um, P.S., I wanted to send a picture, of, I wanted to send an emoji of, your show needs to be canceled, but there isn't one, so I'm just sending a chicken, because <laughs> I'm, really, I'm really into chicken. I've just decided the only way to push our relationship to a breaking point is to lean into surrealism, so this is for you, chicken. <laughs> Okay, so cut back to Taylor and Olivia just like staring around the restaurant like, that was fun today. Yeah, that was fun. It was fun. And then cut back to Chef and Austin yelling at each other. And who's better to women? And then Austin goes, you know what? I need you to look in the mirror. I really do. Neither one of you have looked in the mirror. I can see you just fine. You both need to go look in some mirrors. And then you need to take according action. Okay? At least a shower, too. Please. Um, 
Because, by the way, Shep is also now bragging that he's been very gracious, considering that his best friend hooked up with his girlfriend. He's been a very gracious and good guy. And so um, Shep is like, you don't give a you don't give a fuck about anyone except for yourself. Now, hold on one second. Let's rewind that footage of me saying, I don't care if I pleasure a woman during sex. Between these two. <laughs> so Austin's like, do you really believe that? And Shep is like, well, when it comes to women, yes. So there's the mirror thing. And Shep is like, this is why I'm so kind. Because I used to be 34 and I was a fucking scoundrel. But you are a total scoundrel. Yeah, it's Which accumulation of things. Okay. Because after the Taylor thing, me and Austin spent all this time, four weeks together in Australia. And he never mentioned a thing. Like, what is your concept of loyalty? Dude, your girlfriend broke like you cheated on your you're talking about how you cheated on taylor multiple times and then broke up with her well you don't have any concept of loyalty. be quiet over there so whitney's like okay guys bye thanks for coming you please leave <laughs> come on we have a dinner and my company's paying for it so come on so the, they go downstairs we see that taylor and olivia have been sitting there together silently for 25 minutes <laughs> noobs that's just painful yeah. painful so then all the people start to show up now and uh they're just like gathering he's like Craig oh sorry out. do i still have a boner i just uh had some work calls with mommy so sorry everybody <laughs> and our guy is 45 minutes late and um so craig comes with his shirt all the way unbuttoned. he's like hey guys what's up <laughs> you guys don't talk to your exes <laughs> so they all sit down and eat and um talk about how they've been hammered all day and um austin and shep were finally fighting it out and taylor's like yeah and then whitney and austin made out we heard we heard about that did you guys really make out and whitney's like huh, yeah oh, oh. and jt's like that is the biggest plot twist i've heard in my entire life and whitney's like well uh they uh very nicely upgraded me and gave me a presidential suite and it has an outdoor jacuzzi and austin and i had a jacuzzi together <laughs> so then they're talking about the this makeout and then of course madison's like all right ladies here we go so which kiss was better whitney's or taylor's austin and he's like <laughs> madison, you are nothing but a poor housewife okay so he's been working on that one for a long time and uh just is gonna keep using it and she goes oh, wait a minute is that supposed yeah. to be your dick at me goodbye lots out don't talk to me you're dead motherfucker you were dead in your sleep. Then talk amongst yourselves down there. You gotta talk. To, you you don't have. You don't gotta talk to me. Doing very much the thing like stupid women. Hang, just talk in the women's corner. So um, Austin then turns to Olivia goes, and you don't have to talk to me either if you don't want to. Ugh. And she's like, well then. I, she's like, well I won't. I won't. She's like, well don't do it. Don't do it. Ugh. And she's like, oh my god. Even I'm bored of this. We already had this fight. I don't need to do it again. He's like, oh. So now Shep's like, wow, thanks for today, everybody. Let's applaud Craig. I've never loved anyone harder than Captain Sardine. Did you hear that, Taylor? And I meant it. You stupid idiot. <laughs> At least he's been to other countries. For real. So Taylor's like, um, I feel like everyone's giggly and like, I don't get it. So, okay, I'm standing up now. And everyone's like, oh my God, why is Taylor standing up? But her face still isn't moving. She's like, now, hey, well, ding, 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 ding. Paige, is that you making that sound? Yes, thank you for keeping me on FaceTime. 
idiot doesn't even know how to bing a glass. <laughs> Sorry, I had to, uh, we had to import the ding dings in from New York. Luckily, I was here for it. So Taylor's like, um, so I was pretty quiet last night, as opposed to all the other nights where I'm super loud and loquacious. But the conversation that's been happening for the past two and a half months, for the sake of myself and my own well-being, I just want to put this to rest. Oh my God. Guys, we're going to have to make it through Jesus's birthday without knowing what the fuck she's going to say. I just... I'm typing this in. Southern Charm season finale. Let's see. When is it? I don't know. Watch a season. I still fin- think there's more episodes. Wait, did I put so- I put season? This is only episode 13. It's going to go at least to 16. I've noticed that the new, um, it seems like the shows go to 16 or 17 episodes now. That's usually when they cut off. <sighs> it used to be like 22, 20 or something like that. Yeah, I don't know when this one, I don't know when this one's going to be. Oh my gosh. But here's one. This was from YouTube from one year ago. Finale, aka It's Finally Over, Southern Charm Season 8. Wasn't that a good season? I don't remember. I but I love your title. I remember liking it. I think I liked it. I think I like them all. I've, it's just been um, a lot of the same, like, oh my gosh, you're a jerk. No, you are. No, you are. Oh my God. God, these two. But still, overall, still Southern Charm. You know what? I still love it. And that's been the end of this. Uh, We're here we are with the end of it, guys. Here we are. Wow. Wow. Well, wow. Wow. Well, we just made it to the end of a very long day of podcasting. It was all worth it because it was so fun. Thanks, everyone, for listening and for being here. And we will catch you uh, later today with the Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip recap. Bye. Bye. Watch What Crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors. Ain't no thing like Allison King. Ashley Savoni, she don't take no baloney. Strolling the park with Caitlin Clark. She's not just a Sheila, she's a Daniela. Itchels. Erin McNicholas, she don't miss no trickolus. She's never scary, it's the Green Fairy. Jamie, she has no less namey. Hava Nagila Weber. Know your worth with Jason Kurtz. She's the wind beneath our Jennifer Wing. Sip some scotch with Jessica Trotch. She's always supplying. It's Kelly Ryan. Kristen the Piston Anderson. Let's give a kisserino to Lisa Lino. Megan Berg. You can't have a burger without the Berg. The Bay Area Betches. Betches. And our super premium sponsors. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. Let's get real with Caitlin O'Neill. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Can't have a meal without the Emily Sides. Nobody holds a candle to Jamie Kendall. She's not harsh. She's Jill Hirsch. She's a little bit loony. Junie. My favorite Murdo, Karen McMurdo. We love him madly. It's Kyle Pod Chadley. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. We want to hang with Liz Lang. The incredible edible Matthew sisters. Give him hell, Miss Noel. She's the queen bee. It's Sarah Lemke. Shannon out of a cannon, Anthony. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She's quite the catch. It's Victoria Cotchett. She ain't no shrinking Violet Kuchar. We love you guys. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Watch or Crappens ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. 
New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader. In the 1980s, Frank Farian was riding high as a successful German music producer, but he was bored. German pop was formulaic, dull, and oh so white. Frank had bigger dreams, American dreams. He wanted to create the kind of music that would rival larger-than-life artists like Michael Jackson or Run DMC. So he assembled a hip-hop duo, two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? One very important element was missing, but Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's biggest controversies. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when their adoring fans learned about the infamous lip syncing, their downfall was swift and brutal. With exclusive interviews from frontman Fab Morvan and his producers Frank Varian and Ingrid Segui, this podcast takes a fresh look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Follow Blame It on the Fame wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free by joining Wondery Plus.